this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Hello, hello. It's the Flash After Show on After Buzz TV. This is season three episode. Wait, no, it's season two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited. We're almost uh, at season three. It's okay. It's yeah. almost there. So season two, episode 12. We're talking about Fastlane tonight. And can someone tell me why we're starting with this song? Because all the broken hearts in the world still beat. Oh, that's beautiful, Roxy. Thank you. I, when he said that, I was like, wait a second. Pause. Like, Ingrid Michaelson still beat? Like, so this is from the intro voiceover <laughs> that Barry Allen said. I, I can't believe they pulled this move. Adorable. I'm obsessed with this song. I love, too, that you knew instantaneously. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a light bulb. I made you guys go back. I was like, wait, one more time? Wait, no, no. I love it. <laughs> good ear, good ear. Um, guys, let's do some intros. Roxy, you're going to be on social media all night checking for tweets. Uh, tell us about that and your name, please. Yeah, I am checking for tweets at hashtag ABTVFlash, and I'm also on the live chat uh, on YouTube. You guys can always join us at 9 o'clock on Tuesdays live in our YouTube, uh, where Tari and I will be looking at what you guys have to say. I'm Roxy Stryer, and you can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And as she said, I'm Tari, and you can find me at Tari J, T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Hey, I'm Michael Andrew. You can find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Drew, Michael E-A-L. 
Awesome. And I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters one. You can tweet during the show ABTV Flash. You can also leave a comment on iTunes, on YouTube. You can subscribe at all those places. And we'll preemptively say thank you for all your nice reviews. And if you don't <laughs> want to leave a nice one, it's okay, boo. Everyone's wrong sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, fine. it's true. Bring the hate. Yeah. Yeah. Iris what? Uh, oh. Mm, so I was thinking of her too. Throwing shade early. Sorry. <laughs> she did get that point, but they started out, it was such a nice family dinner scene. I wanted to believe that it was like going in a nice place. Mm-hmm. They're sharing pizza. They're breaking bread. It was going in. It was in a very nice place. She just took it in a far, oh, yeah. far left. Like she was so aggressive. Yeah, 100% out of love. So I I, I, I respect her sibling bond here and like that need to just protect your brother uh, because I feel that same way. But at the same time, you haven't been in his life for a really long time. And for me, that would be off-putting if I was Wally. Oh, yeah. Horribly so. Yeah. I 100% agree. She's trying to get to know this person. She, she is trying to like welcome him into her life. And by being that like bossy and telling someone what to do is not a way to win them over. Yeah, she was tough on both of them. She was very tough on her father yeah. too. Like She was just like balls to the wall. Yeah, I wrote that she was dad shaming in the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good dad shaming. Yeah, she was really just going in. Yeah. yeah. I will say though we have seen like parts of Iris uh, at certain parts of the season that's like smaller and larger her role grows. So it's really a, a fairly Iris-centered episode and that was great to see. We love Candace Patton. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I just thought it was really interesting that this show took such a strong side between them. Like they were obviously on Iris's side. The Flash was. And I feel like a lot of times we see two different sides and we and half of the panel will be like, ooh, we totally agree with Iris, and the other half will be like, ooh, we agree with Joe, and that's because they are doing that to us on purpose. Mm-hmm. I feel like this time, the show was, like, pushing Iris's side down our throat, yeah. and was saying, like, Joe just hadn't caught up to that yet, because... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. He wasn't right. being who he was, which I I think that Joe was doing something respectful. Yeah, I was I was with. I'm, I agree with you. I was with uh, Joe the whole episode. It wasn't until the end of the episode that I said to myself like, okay. I, I guess it worked out in the end, but that's because it, it ended that way. But she was just so there's like no tactic to what she was doing. It was like a blunt. It was like a blunt object, right. just like beating something down. Yeah, I mean, though you could you could assess, or I guess you could say that uh, that's because she is this reporter. So that's how that's how they get their stories. That's how they make things happen. Is Essentially, beating a thing, getting all the research, putting the facts ahead of, in in front of you, so that you understand their point of view. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, that's, that's so, I point. mean, that's that would be the argument. That's not that I didn't look at it like that at all. But that's a very <laughs> no. But I see that side. That's a good point. You know, I think I disagree with you, Roxy, about them pushing her side. While that was like a, a like, yeah, they were pushing it like from her opinion. The way she was doing it was so, like you said, off-putting that I really didn't feel that I was like completely on her side. By the time we got to the end, though, it was Joe conceding to what Iris had told him to do. Like, you know what, this isn't me. So if if at the in the final moments, Joe was like, listen, 
Wally, I don't want to jump down your throat. I know this is still new, but I do, I, I want to be a father to you. Will you let me do that? It would have been another thing. But him standing there being like, I'm not your friend, I'm your dad. When just last week we had, I'm not, I know you don't think of me as your dad yet, so let's take this slow and I'll be your friend kind of thing. Which is the more plausible like response. Yeah. Right. So I, I did, I think the writing was so strong in that moment that it did kind of sway me because, or maybe it, it's Jesse's performance was so yeah. good that I was like, oh, okay, I'm actually kind of turning here. Yeah. But uh, it was just, it was tough for me. It was tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was conflicted the whole time because, again, like I never want to tell somebody what to do. And yet this is a like literally life threat thing. Right. A lot of people in the chat, uh, I guess it's polarizing about Iris. Uh, Hydro says Iris was awesome tonight, in my opinion. Uh, somebody else earlier said, guys, that's just how Iris is, which is true. That is true to Iris's form. Um, but then there are people also who think she, good guy says she was too aggressive. So I, I, I never think we were questioning her intentions, only how it would actually come across to somebody new in your life. I, right. I, I think a lot of it is the way last week's episode ended. It ended with, you know, Iris being so lovey-dovey and trying to ease in while, like, hey, we're here together. You should go see your mom. You know, and it's slowly, everything, everything's going so good. And when this episode starts off, they seem to be on the same page and she just goes right like right to possibly like uh, annihilating yeah. their relationship all over again, right? And we should say they ended with like not a nice moment, but they ended with like the mother like potentially dying. Last episode at the very end, they're going to the hospital, mm -hmm. and this episode we were predicting would like open up at like the funeral and it's like raining, and they kind of like glossed over that. They like just mentioned on their scene that she died. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. The, the funeral would have been a nice would have been a nice opening. We didn't I, even get to see those closing moments with yeah. her either. Yeah. It was a little strange. I think that I needed to like see it just because like we're as smart as the audience. So I needed somebody to like make it maybe a little bit more clear. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, you guys saw I had to pause the show and be like, "Did she die?" Yeah. And you guys were like, "Yeah." Did you miss that? Like, I feel like mm -hmm. I blinked and she was dead. And it was like it, a throwaway line. Yeah. yeah. So that that was tough for me. But again, the tougher part was I'm a big fan of tiptoeing into somebody's life, not like knocking down the door and barging in. Uh, so I. I did feel a little overwhelmed for Wally here. Okay. Yeah. But also, like, from, like, the dad's perspective, he doesn't want to push him away. He doesn't want to lose him by doing anything too aggressive. And he could lose him when he, like, crashes his car. Right. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty, and if they hadn't showed up, then we know Wally would have died. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could look at it like... Iris was just right. Yeah. I mean, even though she was blunt, she was really right. Like, she saw everything she was getting mad at him about, it all came to fruition. That's what right. I'm saying. So, I mean, by the end of the episode, how can we really be that pissed because yeah. he would have been dead? I know, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's like, by the end of the episode, I was like, oh, I was so. Like, three quarters of the episode, I was just so kind of anti Iris's approach. Specifically when she went to uh, the, the head guy, when she showed up at the, yeah. at the car race. Well, that kind of kind of thought was. It was cool. But she went right in, like, no hey. fear. She didn't bring her cop father with her. She didn't even bring up that her father was a cop. She just went in there. I hated with... that part. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, Tell me yeah. why. It just felt so, like, on the nose. And I just feel like this is, like, the ringleader of the stuff. What did she expect the outcome to be and his reaction to be? Like, okay, you know, absolutely. I'll walk away. And it just felt... Like, like too bold and too quick and too right. like. Ugh. I mean, I kind of piggybacking off of that. I felt like there were other tactics that she could have used. Yeah, and that like 
we know that this guy has a record. She could have just led the police to him with all the, the myriad of information that she had. That way, one, she could keep her hands clean, uh, but she felt like she had to do it herself, which I thought was a little weird. I mean, it allowed her to have a really good scene, which we don't really have with Iris very yeah. much. So I appreciated that, but I also thought that... Uh, it could have been done a different way. It's so interesting because that was my favorite of Iris's decisions really? in tonight's episode. Yeah, uh, not that you guys don't, but I love watching kick butt women on TV that are like, I don't need a man. I don't need to get the cops. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to call a lawyer. I'm going to deal with this myself. No, and like, yeah. she was tonight, I felt like she was a strong woman in that yeah. moment who was not afraid to walk into somebody, maybe stupid a little bit. I'm not saying that it's the <laughs> smartest decision, but I, I don't know. I feel like this really is showing us that she is an independent player and not just a part of the Scooby gang. Yeah. Yeah. And I love seeing that side of her and I want to see more of that side of her, but there is like a safety issue for a beautiful <laughs> young female to go to like this gang boss's like office. And it, 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 right. it's a comic book. It threw me back to the comic book of like the gang with his, the boss with his like feet on the desk and he's smoking a cigar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, the episode was on Iris's side tonight. So yeah. if it hadn't been, things could have gone very wrong. Number one, her brother could have ended up dead. Number two, she could have gone to this guy's place and, as he said, could have ended up in aggravated assault. Right. If not worse than that. So a lot of things could have not gone in Iris's favor that did. Not I, not the smartest decisions, but I really liked watching that one. Did you like watching her transformation when she had her little, like, new look? <laughs> Loved. Oh, my gosh. She looked good. She looked good. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, well, she had the blue hair in the back. She looked hot. She definitely. did. She, like, she was fine. I don't want to see Iris like that all the time because I think she's a very respectful woman, like a respectable woman. Right. And she had the coochie cutters on. She's classy. Yeah. <laughs> the, the very the short the shorts. Not to lie, oh. those shorts for sure. <laughs> <Me> too. Uh, <laughs> we just uh, lend them back and forth to each other, probably. Yeah. I'm wearing them under the table. <laughs> actually, actually. So <laughs> you can see them now. <laughs> I love it, but I, I thought that it was cool to see a different side of her. Because Candace Patton is so hot. She's got this rockin' bod. And usually she's in a shirt with heavy jewelry with a big jacket on and pants like you can't always see. And tonight it was like, ooh, damn, girl. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool say, though, and then when her and Joe went back to the racetrack for the second time, they just looked like a cop and a journalist. <laughs> she had a long coat on. He was wearing black and white. She wasn't messing yeah. around anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just business. I was like, okay, we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. But then, so Wells and the ceiling and the Speed Force was another massive storyline for this episode. Yeah. Did you expect it to happen and did it happen that quickly? I feel so bad for him. Do I? Did I expect him to admit to this? No, I, especially not by the end of tonight's episode. Am I happy he did? Absolutely. And that's what's making this pull at my heartstrings because of how quickly he copped up to what he did. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did it, but he didn't do it two, three, four, five times. He did it once and then was like, oh my God, somebody's going to hurt. I'm totally whipping mm-hmm. out. I can't, I can't. Like, I, I feel like I would have done maybe the same thing. Yeah, I think we all, we, I can say we, we might have all done the same thing, right? I mean, in, in his speak for yourself. I mean, okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree yes, with Rocky. Don't when you I'm know sorry. who I am, yeah. where I've been from. Yeah, but I, I agree. Like, I saw, I really liked the the scenes with Wells and Barry, and how you saw it pulling at Wells. Like, he didn't really want to do this, and I liked how they were showing that Barry, he was kind of reliving his old moments with the old Wells. Yeah, and I really, really enjoyed that. I thought that they did a good job in showing that. And I'm, and like Roxy just said, I like that it. 
this wasn't being dragged on for the next few episodes. It ended with him just coming out like, yeah, I'm stealing your stuff, dude. Yeah. And boom, right to Earth. Now we're going to go to... Right, we're gonna move on. I, I agree. I think that scene was so nice until Wells like freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> but if I were to psychoanalyze Barry, which is why we're here, mm-hmm. I would say that because his father was like locked up for so long, he's like constantly looking for like the father figure in his life. Yeah. And he found it in Joe, but like you know, psychologically can't accept that. So he got a little bit in Harrison Wells, who's mentoring him. That didn't go well. And now he's like, you know, that was kind of nice. Like if you want to like take those shoes over, like I could be down and just like I. It's nice. And I think he respects him in a different way than he respects Joe. Like, Joe is this cop who's been amazing, but now we've got Wells, who's a scientist. It feeds a different part of his brain. Yeah, Yeah, and this Wells is a father. He knows how to slide into that relationship. And I think it's nice It's to see that loyalty that he has to Jesse, even though his motives aren't always great. Yeah. One of my favorite tweets uh, to us about this was from at Vern's View, who said... Uh, the hypocrisy when Joe punching Harry, but Harry was doing it for his kid. And I thought that that was true. Um, he was being so hypocritical yeah, in that moment. I don't mo- think, I mean, in that moment, Joe socks him, but that's why I loved what we finally got to with Barry when mm-hmm. Barry's like, guys, team, like, yeah. what are you guys thinking right now? Yeah. yeah. I don't think Joe, Joe, I think Joe was looking to, was acting like a father. For Barry and you know fathers when it comes to passion and love like real fathers anyway they're not very logical and he just went, I think he just went impure like mom my son I gotta protect my son and he just ran up and just clocked him out of yeah. anger well, you've done a lot of talking. What do you think, Tari? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, like, we... And we also know that Joe, essentially, he will go very far when it comes to Iris and her safety. And, like, you would imagine that he blames Wells in that moment for what happened to Iris as well. So, essentially... Because, I mean, even when she was threatened by um, the reverse flash in Mar- Margin? 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 Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Weather Wizard. Yeah. Um, he was ready to kill people. And so I think that, like, that was just classic Joe kicking butt and taking names. Um, but... <laughs> oh, I, uh, classic Joe. Classic Joe. Cup of Joe. <laughs> I think that maybe that was one of my favorite responses and reactions in the show. Because he comes out and tells him, yo, I stole some of your speed force. Everyone's angry as they should be. It also was a shocker, I think, for the audience to see. We didn't expect Harrison to come out like that. And then just to have Joe punch him just felt like an appropriate response. Yeah. I wanted someone to make a bold move because they were just kind of like talking about it, but they weren't asking the questions I wanted, which are like, how can I get my power back? Yeah. That was my exact problem with it. Joe's response was punching him right as he said, like, I, this is only one time, and I copped up to it. Instead of saying, why did you do this? Yeah. What's been your contact? Anything. He punches yeah. him, and I was thinking, be smarter than that in this moment. Then we throw him in the frickin' pipeline. Asking. And we leave him. And I'm like, I know we are in a rush to get tar pit, but guys, we've got some serious questions to ask. Like, Maybe two of you can stick around and talk to him? No? Nothing? Right. Nothing. Yeah, I thought that he was going to, like, tell a half-truth and say that he was just testing it so that he could use it on Zoom, which would have kind of helped him save face. But at the same time, like, it would have, I guess, destroyed his arc this episode. So yeah. I'm glad he didn't do that. But mm. that was my initial thought. 
We have two things in the chat about Joe. Uh, Air Jordan says Joe is trigger happy, and Good Guy says Joe was knocking people out left and right all night tonight. Do you think that they're foreshadowing at a bigger problem, maybe, that Joe is starting to be very aggressive? Or do you think that just tonight, with everything going on, he was ready to punch some people? I think it's like what Tari said earlier. Like, it's when he's protecting his, like, flock. Okay. Right. Which is why he should, I feel, understand what Harry's doing. But yeah. but that's not... That's like the kid on the playground. Like, when your kid punches another kid, it's like, well, your kid provoked my kid. Yeah. You know, you always protect your kid, and they're always right. Right. More or less. <laughs> mm. What do you think, Roxy? I was just really, really happy that we got Barry's speech, where he was like, guys, we're doing this. We're helping him. We're not sending him back there by himself. Mm. I loved that. I loved that he is good enough. And I think because he isn't a father yet, because he's looking at Joe as his father figure, but also looking at Wells as a father that's important in his life, I think he's in the place where he can say, you would do the same thing, Joe. Look at what he's doing. Guys, we would all do the same thing. And one of the things, I've talked about this before, one of the things that I think this show is guilty of is they set something up and then they do the exact opposite. And while that's interesting because it's a surprise, they do it so much that they're setting something up and as a viewer we've caught on to the fact of like, oh, that's not going to come through fruition. And so when they set up Wells and he confessed and this, and then Barry came over and said, we're going to help you. I actually did not see that coming at all. And Mm. so that's why that was like one of the most exciting parts for me because I didn't expect it. You thought they would just send him back. Yeah, I I don't think they'd send him back. I thought they'd like sit on it and like leave him in like (laughs) prison for a couple days. Right. You know, there's no rush to make these choices. It's an exciting way for us to get over to Earth too. It's it's really cool that that's where we finally we're going to Earth too. Yeah. yeah, that was such a cool ending when they said that. Mm-hmm. I, my hands rose up. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, taking notes, I was like, "Is this going to send them to Earth too?" And then they're like, "We're going <laughs> to Earth too," and I was like, "Oh my god!" What are the chances that Jesse isn't going to make it by the end of the season? I think that I think that she's gonna I think she's gonna make it because I feel like this Harrison Wells is going to have a happy ending. Because we've already we have Earth One's Harrison Wells who, Wells who had the worst ending, the worst. Uh, and I think that uh, kind of I was talking about arcs earlier. I think that his arc really needs to end with him in a in a good place, working towards making Earth to a better place. Yep. Yeah, really well said. Uh, I think not only just that, but another part of my favorite, um, another favorite part of my speech, the speech from Barry was when he said, not only his daughter, but there's a whole earth the whole earth of people yeah so it's not just wells that i want a happy ending for but all of earth too like we can't just be okay with zoom being unleashed on earth too and barry being a hero but being like all right whatever i'm only a hero on e1 like go take over that wouldn't be very heroic yeah i always kind of assumed that wells would not survive this season really yeah i thought it'd be another season finale where harrison wells dies to be honest a repeat. Mm. And I thought that, like, the daughter would always survive, but just in, like, the, the land of the hero's journey in Campbell, like, I feel like he's fulfilling the mentor position each season so far. Hmm. And I think he kind... I think he'll die. I'm not ready for him to leave. Really? Yeah, I don't foresee good. how another season can happen with Harrison Wells. Like, well, the character. He's a... He's not really a mentor character in this one. He's more of an anti-hero in this season, which anti-heroes typically 
survive or they go out with noble sacrifice. But they also pull you into the journey. Right. Uh, though, I would say that uh, Jay Garrick is more of the, oh, the really? one who pulled him into the the story. And he's the call, also The call to action, if we can use the words. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay, I mean, there's not anyone that fits, like, the formula perfectly, but uh, right. bless you. Thank you. I originally thought it was Joe West, but Joe is, like, wonderful and supportive, but he's not, you know, he's not bringing the call to action to him. Right. I, I could... Just, oh, yeah. sorry. No, I, to, I, I could see... I could agree with you and see how um, either Jay or Harrison, one of them sacrifice themselves to get Zoom in the end. I could see that. I think that Jay will have to survive to, like, go back to Earth 2 and, like, save the world there. Okay. Another day. You know? <laughs> Actually, wow. Um, Von Soto says they can't kill off Tom Cavanaugh again. Yeah, like, he's really I, good. Yeah. I, I know, but I just, I'm... His place in the world is on Earth 2, and I cannot see them pulling them out of Earth 2 for, like, another season. You know, he's trapped here against his will. And he's a smart guy. He's not going to stand for that. Right. Mm, as long as his daughter's with him, I don't think he cares. He oh. gets her back and she and uh, Jesse Quick comes over to E1. And she becomes her superhero. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Li- Liberty Bell or is that her mom? No, Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick, yeah. That's the superhero name? Jesse yeah. Chambers is Jesse Quick, Oh, yeah. is she Liberty Bell's daughter? In, in the comic books? In the comic books, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I combined them back then. What were you saying? I'm I was going to I was going to jump on what you said uh maybe Jay passes away, Jesse gets powers and Jesse becomes a new Flash for Earth 2. Why is hmm. why she is, is a Jay... speedster, right? Dude, she yeah. becomes one. Yeah. Well, we need to get her fast and we need to get Wally fast. Well, what I read from the other synopsis, we need Jay fast too. What I read from the other synopsis yeah, is that die. when Barry and the <laughs> gang goes over to Earth 2 that Jay's left and he has to save the day on Earth 1. And so they didn't say he gets his power back, but that would, like, make sense. <laughs> that would be a good episode, too. I would look forward yeah. to seeing it. But you're right. We need to see Wally's a speedster. We know that he, now he's obsessed with speed after this episode. I love how they did that. Yeah. And he's just like, I need it. It makes me happy. <laughs> it, it brings me to my special place. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I see Megan a face. Yeah. Right. There's a funny comment in the oh. chat from Death Knight 717 who says, I love how everyone's first reaction to not liking a character is to kill them off. It's like the Salem <laughs> Witch Trials all over again. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, like some of my least favorite characters at first end up being my favorites, so I, I, I really hope that they don't kill them off. Right now, Jay is a little lame for me. Uh, we don't even see him that much, Damn, but he—he's a little lame to me. <laughs> That's—I don't know how else to say it. He's a little boring, and so I, I'm not like kill him off, kill him off. But I'm not rooting for a big storyline. He could end up being one of my favorites down the line. I never know. I guess I'm—I I'm, agree that he's boring, but I think that they might be holding back on him because something's going to happen more so later. Right. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. If I'm being fairly critical, which I'm about to be, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say that it's a combination of like not that much for him to do as a character in the writing, on top of like the actor playing like the whiny choices. Yeah, mm. I also think it has to do with whatever is going on with Hunter Solomon and what we're going to oh, do over yeah. there. I think that tr- they're definitely trying to have him fly under the radar so that when that turn happens, it uh, is super unexpected. Yeah. I, yeah, I literally could go in a thousand directions. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lame people, how do we rate Torpet? Scary. I I liked this story. I thought it was a good bad, big bad of the week, and not so intimidating that I couldn't concentrate on the Zoom storyline yes. still. So I, I liked Torpet. Yeah, uh, I think he played. 
I mean, maybe I was expecting him to be more uh, prominent throughout the episode because it started off in, in a pretty, you know, dramatic scene where you really felt bad for the character of Tar Pit. Yeah. You felt bad, like the way he was pleading for his life and when they killed him. But then he just pretty much played the background to the entire episode. And I thought it would be a little, a little more... I don't know, pertinent. We're a little more in front of everybody. Yeah. Oh, I so but I agree with Roxy, though. What do you, what do you think? Change my mind. <laughs> um, I mean, I I agree with uh, Michael Drew. Thank you. Uh, mostly because I feel like it's twofold in that we... His origin is season one origin. Uh, and also, everyone he was killing, we have... There's no attachment to them. It's just a, a group of thugs who uh, are like goons that we already established were bad people. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's running around killing innocents. It's just that he is uh, hes a force of nature going after these people that somewhat involve our original storyline. So mm-hmm. he's, he was super in the background. And the way they, they thwarted him was also pretty quick or like a little anticlimactic. Um, I loved that he his powers were growing over the course of the episode, though. Yeah, the way he looked in the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. And I liked Cisco's iPhone app, the uh, Meta Tinder, mm-hmm. yeah. to track them down. Um, but regarding your points about him being in the background of the episode and not being so prominent, I loved that. Mm. And I think because if this just becomes like a serial show where we're like de- uh, defeating a villain each time, it just gets repetitive, and this just changed up the pace so much. And it allowed Iris to blossom into the girl that we've been wanting all the time. Yeah. You know, again, like, if she's the end game for Barry Allen to get married to, mm. we need to, like, fall in love with her. And this put her on that path. Yeah. I could see that. I just still need distance between the them falling in love. So I'm, I, I'm, like, trying not to think too much about it yet because I'm so strongly looking at them as siblings right now. Uh, her becoming closer with Wally and seeing, like, what blood siblings are like yeah. um, might and Barry maybe like getting a little distance and looking at her romantically again might change my mind not that blood siblings are more siblings than not blood siblings right. I, I just mean like seeing a different relationship with her Yeah, um, that might help but whenever anybody talks about their romance it, it like kind of freaks me out right now. I I'm on the same boat. I hadn't thought about that with the dynamic of like accepting Wally into the family and just like, making that such a strong family like core unit. They are really enhancing Barry and Iris's like siblingness yeah. as well. It, it just like mm, it, it's a little uh, that's a, inceptual. That's a byproduct. I don't think they like planned on. Yeah, yeah. I, it's I happening. Don't, I don't think that they're like <laughs> end game anymore. Really? I don't. In the same you way... You saw the newspaper. I saw... But time is a, is a wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yeah. It, like, it fluctuates. Things change. Especially with the amount of times that Barry has time-traveled at this point. Yeah. I feel like whatever we saw in that probable future... If, if anyone is watching... Uh, if anyone is watching uh, Legends of Tomorrow, you know that Gideon gives projections... She isn't necessarily exact. Right. So things are always in, in flux. Uh, Until they're set in stone. Right. Uh, so I think that, like, originally, yes, she's supposed to be the the end pairing. But I think that they've grown beyond that in the same way that they've done that in Arrow with uh, with Canary and, or Black Canary and Oliver. You don't think that they're, like, seasons down the road going to find a way to bring them back? Nah, man. Really? I, I'm surprised. I just... Uh, b- but I but I understand. I cannot see them getting together now, obviously. Right. B- and what comes to mind is just, like, Joe West. 
he's the father to both and these are both his children and that is a weird dynamic when you like your quote unquote children pair up mm-hmm. but if he were to die I can't see it that like helping the situation either yeah you know it becomes like then like the last memory of like our father and like this is my brother this is my sister so I've, I've no idea if they're still planning that if plans change Rosie Blooms says uh, I think they're still end game they're just trying to build it up slowly I'd be okay with that just ease me in nice and slow don't do that iris thing where one second you're doing one thing and then the next you're all in like just be a little slow with me like take your time yeah yeah Thanks, Ugh, take your time <laughs> slow down this, the episode's called fast lane roxy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. But it, oh my, there's so many people in here that are saying they're far from siblings which i think is uh, almost rude to say also because they've referred to each other as brother and yeah. sister like if you find somebody to be your sibling who am i to say that they're not your sibling because they're not right. your blood right. and more than ever joe west is calling this is my son i know Right. I know. Oh. And even when Wally was there, they kept referencing Barry. Like, oh, Barry wanted to be an astronaut. You yeah. know, her brother. Know. <laughs> the other one I raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister and brother right there. Anyway. I think that they're going to find a way to come back. I think it, it's a bait and switch. Mm. It's a bait and switch. They're, they're going to bring in Wally. So they brought in Wally. He's the brother. So just so they can push out Barry, like Roxy was saying. So then maybe Barry can be more, more hey, I'm just a friend. I'm just a really good friend. But Joe's never going to let go of their relationship. Which would be necessary for like them to be stopped being sejour as siblings. It needs to be an episode where they talk to Joe. Oh, like, Joe, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I don't know. We got to okay. So back babies. to this episode and like the glass moment where it hits and he's not fast enough to get there. Ah, mm. mm. uh, yes. That was. I liked it. Yeah. I liked her reaction of like, why is this happening? Yeah, <laughs> the same reason that I liked when Barry lost all of his powers for that moment where he feels vulnerable again. It is great to see that he always has room to grow, and especially now where he realized he was losing that speed. Uh, I was, I thought that was a good moment. I'm really glad that Iris made it through. It looked like she wouldn't, based off that shard of glass to I, her heart. Yeah. No, I think it was like a little bit above it, like a collarbone action, maybe. Ah, yeah. But I needed them to say like a specifically, like she'll be okay in like 36 hours. Oh, I guess they did say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I got what I wanted. It was a nice moment, though, that her and Wally, Wally shared about like sharing the mother memories. I think that's a nice way to continue them bonding. Like, you know, you weren't here, but like when mom turned 40, we did this and da yeah. da. That's yeah. good. That's I- I was really, I was really digging the uh, the Wally, the Wally, and sister and father scenes. I like the scene where the part where right before that, uh, Joe told Wally, you know, pretty much, I'm your father, I'm not your friend, I'm your father. Yeah, and it just looked like is what Wally wanted to hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Wally is okay. killing it, guys. Oh, he's I love him. so good. I love him. See, like everything he does, there's so much subtlety and layers to everything. It's so good, guys. I just I want to I just want to watch him forever. Me too. Just I doing stuff, eating a sandwich. Amazing. Yeah. That boy's got skills. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's freaking awesome, and I want to keep watching him grow and see how he works and 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 get him on this team so he can yes. start helping out. I want him to be part of the Scooby Gang. I'm ready. I'm ready for him to be a speedster and him to be and Barry to be zooming off together. I'm zooming. Just, I'm a hypocrite myself though because I'm like, guys, let's go slow with Wally. Like, let's ease him into all that, but let's get him <laughs> in the Scooby Gang and tell him that we're the Flash. Like, I, I can't have it both ways. Uh, yeah. But I, I do want him part of the team. Absolutely. So the last thing we have to 
talk about is the fact that they closed one of the uh, what's the the, the bridge? bridge pearls Por- I said portals Portal- but I guess breach. Breach. Yeah. One, one of the breaches there's 51 to go that can't be their like goal to close them all well now they don't want to close them all they want to go to earth too but after that yeah well, I would think that um, closing at least all of them just where they, they, where they only have at one. At least all of them. So yeah. they can, I mean, I think the majority, so they can at least have one where they can bottleneck Zoom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have a it. feeling that they're going to want to keep one open for season three. <laughs> no joke, that's really what I think no, yeah, so for the future season. So I don't think we're going to completely close it, especially because the goal now isn't to get Zoom back over there and close it and keep them there. We're trying to kill Zoom and also get Wells home. Yeah. So we don't need to close all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least one of them should stay open. Yeah. You're right. So for other seasons, can hop over and so ask this Harrison Wells like what to do in Gorilla City. Yeah. Yes, Gorilla City. It just seems like a large undertaking to close 51. Yeah, I know. <gasps> it's only episode 12, guys. I mean, not for its speedster, though. I mean, he could do it all in a day. You build 51 of those things, he just goes throwing them yeah. out yeah. all over no, the place. No, he keeps losing his speed like this. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not for somebody who can just send magnets into the sky. I was thinking about that, too. <laughs> I was thinking about the magnets, too. Yeah. Just oh, some traption where they just all zoom up and just disappear yeah. into the place. Yeah. Um, so we're going to Earth 2 next week, which is so exciting. Um, let's jump to some predictions. <laughs> And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So we saw that we're going to get to see Ronnie. We get to see Claire Frost finally. And also it answered my question about who is Earth 2 Barry Allen. And we saw him. He's Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I was like, oh my god. They're at Hogwarts. Yeah. (laughs) Does anybody have any specific predictions that are dying to get off their chest? Selfie. That would I like that. I love that scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, for next week in general, just for like predictions. Anything and, you want to share, baby? No, well, just like I'm, the thing we do at the show at the end every week. Prediction general. I'm gonna go with in general. I actually think that they're all. I think that Jay, Wally, and Jesse Quick are all going to end up being speechers by the end of the season, and that's how they're going to defeat Zoom. Okay. That's what I'm going with. I'll piggyback off of that and say that I think that Wally specifically, now that he has encountered the Flash, is going to try to be, like, that's what's going to inspire him to become the Flash, since he's already experienced going fast in the Flash's arms. Uh, Something to that effect. Um, I think that in Earth 2... Uh, we're gonna see a lot of really cool stuff, guys. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. <laughs> um, but I, I am really looking forward to them kind of exploring what Caitlin is on the other side. Uh, mm. because she's so, uh, timid in Earth One that I think that it'll be really shocking and they're gonna try to like save her and be like, this is who you were on our side. Something to that effect. Theoretically, would we be able to... Is Barry going to be able to get that 2% of his feedback over time? Um, I would assume so. It sounded like they got it before uh, the issues became permanent. I, I ask that because is there a way that we could try to take some of Barry's speed and, and cripple him for a little bit and give it to Wally if Wally has such a need for speed and we decide, like, okay, let's give you this gift? Would that be possible? I I can't foresee their, like, realistic scientist brains to want to do that. I mean, the only thing that... I mean, yeah, I would say that the only thing that would stop them is the fact that it does technically do damage to to Barry. So it would be the equivalent of if someone needed a blood transfusion and you took more than you needed to. 
Mm. Or like, or you essentially they needed just a blood transfusion, and you're like, we're going to take the marrow, you know, something <laughs> like that. Got it. Okay. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the two Arrow references because I know yeah. that people in the chat, I'm sure, are talking about them. Number one, the Felicity Smoke line had me almost in tears. That was hysterical. Uh, sorry, Cisco, but she's just always going to be a better hacker than you are. Uh, and then on the radio, the Oliver Queen mayoral campaign update. Uh, I thought that was a really cute way to tie it in. So I love that they're keeping these universes the same and that we're always getting the, that crossover really cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and just my prediction is kind of what you were talking about earlier. Like, they'll keep some breaches open, and just as we cross over to the Arrow and Legend Tomorrow eventually, I think we're going to be crossing over into Earth, too, to pick up some, like, science that we haven't invented yet to, like, hurry things along. That's the future of the series on the whole, though. Guys, this was so much fun. Let's say goodbye. Uh, tell us what your name is again, just to remind us, and then where you tweet from. I'm tweet from Jeff Masters. One, name's Jeffrey Masters. Uh, Michael Andrew, you can find me on Twitter, Michael underscore Drew, Michael E. E-A-L. <laughs> Tari J. Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. And if you missed it this time, make sure you're live with us in the chat Tuesdays, 9 p.m. on YouTube. Cool. Thank you, guys. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.